The following podcast has been brought to you by Pointing goodies. And it goes a little song like this, telling us if you remember. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Banter Club proudly brings to you, it is the Wednesday night, wait, hold on, let's not do that, okay, it's the Wednesday night war, the Wednesday night war, (laughs) my war, my ship, wait, I wasn't ready, (laughs) he wasn't ready, he wasn't ready, he wasn't ready, I'm the Angel of Death 6XL. Joining me as always. This I, TJ the Great. TJ the Great. And you know, we are the Banter Club. We are here to discuss the Wednesday Night Wrestling War, WWE's NXT, AEW's Dynamite, going head to head. The new aged outlaws. Yes. <laughs> head to head, <laughs> to head with the NBA Finals game one. So the Ouch. ratings. You thought they might have been shaky, but actually, oh. ratings were up oh, for both how? shows. Ah. How? Ah. NBA, what the hell? NBA ratings were down, actually. NBA, what the hell? I guess people are upset that the Heat are are not facing the Bucks in the finals. I don't know. I mean, I mean the Lakers, not the Heat. I'm I'm, I'm speaking ahead as a Heat fan. Who unfortunately uh, were down 2-0 in this series. Yes, yes, but. <laughs> yes. You are on the sadder side of the spectrum, but you're very happy that at least we're here. We weren't supposed to be here. <laughs> this was Jimmy Butler's first year with the team, and this is not a basketball podcast, but we weren't supposed to be here. So it's good that we're here. It can but, be, because it's our podcast. Yeah, it's our podcast. It's we can do whatever the banter we club, motherfucker. We do as we please. But if I get started in talking about the NBA Finals, we will not talk about wrestling on this show. Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to move forward. <laughs> Let's move on now. Moving on now. Yeah, they did good in the ratings. 800K uh, AW, 700K NXT. Both up in the demos, though, with that coveted demo. Chris Jericho, of course, bathing in in the rays of (laughs) his shine as the demo god. He's like, ha, NBA, ha, who's the demo god? Yeah. (laughs) Key, key stuff going on. But, you know, we got these two shows, both building toward big shows coming up, AEW building toward the Dynamite anniversary. You and your big shows. Right. <laughs> While <laughs> AEW's anniversary dynamite is in two weeks, mm-hmm. this week was the actual one year anniversary of AEW Dynamite's premiere. Yes. And, and the beginning of the Wednesday Night War. In fact, October 4th, which is when this episode will be dropping, is the one year anniversary of our first Wednesday Night War episode. Yay. We were Yay. Cool. We've been doing this for a year. Ah, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> How do I feel? Uh, <laughs> do you, do you want to give an answer? You are beautiful on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> you are innocent, personified. And I will drag you down. And sell you out. Run away. God damn yeah. it. 
That's where we are. We are at a year of AEW Dynamite, and it's been a hell of a year. This didn't exist a year ago. This didn't exist a year ago. <laughs> it, 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 there, there was no wrestling on Wednesdays. NXT was on Wednesdays for about two weeks at that point. Damn. But other than that, there was nothing. We were. I mean, I mean, NXT was on Wednesdays, but not on on TV. Yeah, know? not on TV. It was on the network, and yeah. I, you know, I would rather pay for the network than cable. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had it at that time. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. 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 You did. But that's where we are a year in. Um, I don't know. I think. I think for the first year of a TV show, I think Dynamite has had one of the best first years out of anyone. Like, if you think about the first year of like Raw, like it was, it's Raw, so there was good stuff going on. You had. But they were working out the kinks. It was that new generation bullshit. It was so bad. Rob Bartlett on commentary <laughs> sucked. It sucked so bad. <laughs> it was so fucking bad, bro. But I mean, yeah, I like, Raw I, had its ups and downs in its yeah. first year. It was they were figuring it out. I credit the new gen for having a lot of good wrestling. Yeah. Other than that, ugh. Yeah, ugh. <laughs> it's, it's the best you could say for a lot of that stuff going on back. Damian Demento. <laughs> The main event of the first Monday Night Raw. Remember Warlord? Remember Warlord? Ah, oh, the Warlord. I like the Warlord, though. Steve Austin <laughs> on steroids, man. Yeah, that guy was nuts. I like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if Austin ate Austin and shit. Yo, I don't know how. <laughs> it's just really, like, if watch a match of, like, Steve Austin when he gets really, really red and pissed off, and it's like him. Watch fucking WrestleMania fucking 17, or X7, for those of you who want to be... Fancy or whatever. Yeah. And watch that watch that match. At the end of the match with Steve Austin is like bloodshot red all over his body, fucking looking like a complete total maniac and he's just blown up and just That's what Warlord looked like, but like ten times the size. It was ridiculous. He yeah. just looked like swollen, pissed off Austin. And you look like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like he had the record for shortest appearance in the Rumble. I think Santino too. <laughs> but even in that, he he runs to the ring. Then he gets eliminated. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's... He was a fucking boulder, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but all that to say, yeah. you know, in terms of the first year of a television show, Dynamite has had one of the better runs. Yes. In its first 52. So here's to the next 52. And the 52 beyond that, and then hopefully many more 52s. This is for AEW continues on. Yes. This is for Trust <laughs> In honor. So with all that said. Oh. Let's banter, Jesus. AEW Dynamite, as always, from Daily's Place. Can can we bury this damn theme song, by the way? Dynamite? Nah. The first song that pops up the moment that the show starts after the Dynamite song. (laughs) Oh! Golly. Yes. So, we're opening up with a match. A big match. And some Don Francisco-ass music. What the fuck is this shit, bro? (laughs) I fuck... This... This is... Yo, this music is so annoying, bro. 
The revolution is telling they, they need to give Rick. Yo, I know we troll Ricky, but we 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 gotta get this man some better music. <laughs> this shit sounds like some fucking Spanish talk show, El Torero, some weird shit like that. Looking ass. Anyway, it's so hilarious because like he's with Team Taz. Yeah, give like, him some savage shit. You know the Team Taz song, which is you know yeah some cool shit. Then you got Brian Cage and stuff. Who can stop the path of Cage? Yeah, fucking some, some savage. Yeah. And then you got, then you got Ricky Starks. Then you got, ooh, Chavo. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Chavo Toro. Dun, dun, dun. One of these things are not like the others. Dun, 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 dun. What is this shit, bro? <laughs> Even Chavo's looking at this shit like. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> this <is> different. <laughs> yeah, he, he gets that intro. There's this absolute Ricky Starks. And his opponent also gets a, a big intro, a special intro, another special intro. Yes. For Darby Allen. He's got rapper JPEG Mafia. A man's name is JPEG Mafia. JPEG. Yeah. Dot as Mafia. In, or dot JPEG. Yeah, dot JPEG, as in the image. Dot <laughs> JPEG Mafia. That don't work. It's yeah. not going to save as a file. Yeah. It got to be the other way around. Mafia dot JPEG. Yeah, mafia.jpg. That's how you do that. <laughs> but this man, JPEG, he says, it's going to take more than some thumbtacks to kill this man. This man is going to prove what a son of a bitch you are, absolute Ricky Starks. And out comes Darby Allen. <laughs> And that leads to our opening match of the evening, Darby Allen versus Ricky Starks. These two have been on and off feuding for like what two months now? I feel like this this should have been saved for something or something. Pay-per-view maybe? Yeah. I mean, it just I feel like it, it was some sort of like blow off match that they should have had in one of those because they had like some the way their feud has been going is basically like they build it up, they cool it down, they build it up, they cool it down. They didn't build it back up. It just fucking went. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I guess they could always just go back to it after this because, you know. Yeah, it was shenanigans. Yeah. But (laughs) I mean, yeah, I get what you mean in that Darby and Ricky have been going at each other and injuring each other. Mm -hmm. Like every time it stops, it's because, oh, this dude killed this dude that one week. Yep. And then they get back to it. So. I guess they felt like, you know, it, it's a good big match. I, I'd have saved this for the Dynamite anniversary, but I guess that would Yeah, that, I would have saved that for something. Yeah. But okay. I, I guess, you know, they, they, they plan what they plan. And, you know, from time to time, yeah. they will, like, have these these blow-off matches on Dynamite. It, it's one of the things I like about Dynamite. Like, you always feel like you might get a big-ass match on free TV. True. But Very, uh, very WCW, match, by the way. Yeah, yeah, very WCW. This match opened awesome, crazy. Yeah. Like Ricky Starks, he, he immediately goes for the spear. Mm-hmm. But Darby catches him and wraps him in a guillotine. He's like, nah, motherfucker, not this time. I, I felt that spear the last time. We're not doing that again. Yep. So this match had had a, uh, a great melding of the submissions between Ricky Starks and, and Darby Allen, who a lot like his, his surrogate dad, John Moxley, mm-hmm. he showed that no, I'm not just, you know, a bunch of crazy high-flying moves and bumps. 
I can yeah. stretch you out some too. I can do submissions here and there. There was a lot of selling in this match. A lot yeah. of selling. A lot. Yeah. Like I realized that there was a lot of like, oh, we're both dead, and I'm like, he just hit you. He just tapped you, man. <laughs> he literally he just like, I'm gonna tap you, and then it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna go flying now, and then I'm done. Yeah. They've been beating each other up for so long. <laughs> yeah. They're on their last legs. <laughs> so, you go to the finish. Ricky, he, he's got Darby up top. And he wants to go for an avalanche Rochambeau. But Darby's able to block it, takes him to the mat, and he nails the coffin drop and gets the one, two, and three. Yep. Darby Allen gets a big win over Ricky Starks. Ricky Tiki. Ricky Tiki had to take this out, and, and Darby had to get his revenge. It was a good match. It was a hell of a match. Like this is why I said, like I guess they could do it again because, like between these two, you can have a big blow off, fifteen minute pay per view level match. There's there's still one in there in the chamber, and, and that whole fucking Willie Hobbs and and Brian Cage situation. Yeah, you had you had Will Hobbs out there. You had Brian Cage. You can you can do one on a pay per view where it's just all right, Ricky Ricky Starks and Darby Allen. We're gonna settle this shit. You could you, you could even make it a gimmick match. You theoretically, know what, you know what really impressed me about this uh, entire match? The amount of absolute slaps. Yes. Oh my god. Fuck it. Like <laughs> this. This feels like a feud. Yes. Which is why like, I'm two like up and coming young guys. Yeah, which is why I'm like it should have been a pay per view gimmick. Yeah. So yeah, this this was very fun. Hopefully, we see more of Darby and Ricky down the road. At least one more match. Yep. So we move on. We've got Dasha in the ring with Cody. Cody, he talks about all the lessons he's learned in pro wrestling, and you know how he felt shame in losing the TNT Championship shame. in just three minutes. Shame. Shame. Yes, that that was all Cody heard in his head. Shame, 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 shame. Yeah. Shame Says, you know you. <laughs> <laughs> While he was gone doing his new show for TBS, he heard all the promos and and, and all the the callouts from guys calling themselves the future or the ace of this company. He says he wants to make himself very clear: the only guys in this company who can lay claim to the title of ace are the world champion. The TNT champion and the women's champion. And Tanahashi. And, and Hiroshi Tanahashi. If you ain't one of them people, <laughs> one of those four, you ain't the ace. It's as simple as that. <laughs> Yo, why is he dressed like a total vampire, my nigga? Count Cody. <laughs> it's spooky season. <laughs> my son Count Cody over here. With yeah. the dark. Yo, now I see it this week. It's very, very darkly tinted. Like he tinted it way too dark. Yeah. Like, it looks, <laughs> it looks off, man. Nobody has hair that dark, son. It's goth Cody. <laughs> yep. And then his whole goth attire with that, what is it, like a, like a brooch looking kind of situation? Yeah, yeah, up here where, you know, the, the, the pell would be, I guess. Something Michael Jackson would throw on his outfit or some shit. Yeah. Like if, like if Michael Jackson was emo, he would totally wear this. <laughs> we truly there's an alternate timeline where we got emo michael jackson we missed out <laughs> yep and and well we're getting it now with cody yeah <laughs> so cody he says you know a dog collar match that is 
a extremely bloody, violent, brutal affair. Far too much for me to do as an executive vice president of this company. To which I'm like, Cody, all your matches are brutal and bloody and violent. What are you talking about? So then he leaves. He's like, I can't do it. Then he comes back. He's like, no means no regrets. So you know what? I do accept. Next week, you and me, Brody Lee, dog collar match, it's on. So thank you, Cody. I thought you were going to try to back away from a match because it's too brutal. You bleed every match. (laughs) He pulled the psych. That's the wrong number. (laughs) (laughs) So once he accepts this challenge, Brody Lee and the Dark Order, they hit the ramp. And we get this big, big, big brawl. Uh, Brandy comes out. She does a dive onto the whole squad. Why? Yeah, just because, you know, <laughs> fuck y'all. I'm Brandy Rhodes. I'm going to do something. So ah, Anna Jay, my husband. Why? Yeah. <laughs> so then Anna J comes out. She's like, oh, word. I'll choke you out again. What's really good? Anna yeah. J, why? Yeah. Anytime she sees Brandy, she's like, I'm a, I'm, I want to fucking choke her out. Yeah. On God, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's on sight for her, B. It's on sight. On sight. I'm choking her out. I swear. <laughs> And then for some weird reason, Eric Watts. No, not that Eric Watts. Yeah, not that Eric Watts. Not the son of cowboy Bill Watts. No. <laughs> this guy's black. <laughs> Tough enough, Eric Watts. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He he was uh, uh, one of the guys that I really liked on that show. I thought he did pretty good. I, I mean, I don't know why he's not doing something stable. He's been in like every company. I've seen him at security in WWE and NXT and fucking now he's here breaking up a fight and it's like, Give, the, the, make, give this man a job, man. Like, he's really good. I mean, and then he's everywhere. He's been everywhere. So he's not, like, slacking. He's been working hard for his gimmick. Give him a deal. Well, when he does get signed and, and, and gets his push, he'll be one of those guys with the super interesting trivia notes. Yeah. Like, hey, remember when this guy played security in, in WWE? For- yeah. <laughs> like Cesaro and Aiden English and yeah. friggin', uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, Sheamus. Sheamumu. Yeah. Yeah, all, all those dudes. Yeah. It's Fucking Tommaso Ciampa was a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, that shit still gets me, bro. Yeah. Like that one and, and, and CM Punk being a fucking Chicago gangster. Now, that one, I, that one I remembered, and it was very clear, yeah. and it made sense. Yeah. Who else but the king of Chicago? Yeah. You feel me? To be a Chicago mobster. <laughs> but I just remember seeing him at that time like, Oh, that's CM Punk, and they're yeah. gonna sign him. And then it'd be like two years later, and then they signed him. <laughs> yeah, Paul Heyman, thank you. Yeah, Paul Heyman. <laughs> Even though I heard he's doing some fucked up shit to AJ, but we talk about that some other time. Yeah, I heard apparently AJ's leaving to Raw. He's like, "Fuck this shit, I want nothing to do with Heyman." Did he just leave Raw to go to SmackDown and get yeah. away from Heyman? Yeah, and now he's gonna go back because Heyman's there. It's like, uh, bye. <laughs> Watch them fucking trade Roman to Raw <laughs> in the text draft. If they do that shit and they put AJ over there, <laughs> if I were AJ, I'd be like, yo, I'm, I'm not doing anything else, bro. <laughs> Just send me to the, send me to NXT, send me to freaking NXT. Yeah, send that. <laughs> right now, AJ Styles in NXT. Whoa. Oh my God. Imagine the stars. AJ Styles. Adam Cole, Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, gimme. If he's gonna finish his career in WWE, and that's what he said, then yeah, there. I prefer it there. Yep. 
But Ooh, yeah, that's... imagine when Killian Cross gets back. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Did I just say Killian Cross? I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you meant though. Carrying Cross. Carrying Cross. What's wrong with me? He's only been gone for like two weeks, three. Tick tock, he'll be back. <laughs> Damn, son. I already done forgot his name. Yeah. So that they should just kept him killer, but yeah. whatever. If we go on to, to Tony Schiavone, he's with the tag team champions, FTR backstage. They say, you know, we did best friends a favor last week by, by not accepting that challenge because, you know, those guys, they're just some backyarders. They're not ready for, for that. They're not oh. ready for what we're bringing. So Cash is like, you know, SCU, those guys are a different story. Those guys are world-class athletes. They're the first ever tag team champions. Yeah. So Tony, he's like, well, what about the Young Bucks? What about the Young Bucks potentially getting a shot at those tag team championships? But Dak is like, what about the Young Bucks? Yep. They They've always had a bunch of chances. <laughs> Every chance the Young Bucks have had, they've blown it. Yep. You know, I guess because Dave Meltzer loves them and gives them all the stars, then sure, <laughs> they deserve a shot. But other than that, no. So, yeah, <laughs> even throwing in shots at, at, at Uncle Dave. Damn. So then, from out of nowhere, <laughs> Matt Jackson pops in, super kicks Tony, and then leaves. Why'd they try to, like, make it seem like Nick was there? Right? <laughs> like, boy, you know that boy home. Like, they did it last week, but last week it, it made sense because he just, like, called in the room like, oh, hey, it's just Tony. So you would assume it's Nick in there, even yeah. though it wasn't. <laughs> As you saw on BTE, it was Brandon Cutler. But yeah. this time, they tried to, like, yeah, but no one's there. <laughs> no. It was <laughs> like, know you know, there. he gave him that, like, like, come on deal. Yeah. It's like, bro, there's no one there. <laughs> yeah. Watch, watch BTE again next week. It's going to be Brandon Cutler again. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> that takes us to Dasha. She's with SCU. Golly. And, you know, they say, you know, we got a tag team title shot tonight. 20 minutes to do it. It's time for us to get our tag team championships back. We're going to do this tonight. And they walk off. But before they do, they see Sean Spears. He stops him. He's like, "Hey, good luck out there tonight, you guys." Which, I mean, they—they, they, I guess they are label mates now. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I guess you know, <laughs> label mates. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you think about it, like yeah. like in a music situation. Yeah, like yeah, I got Tully, the same manager. Yeah, Tully is Puffy. <laughs> yeah, it, it works out. The locks and Biggie, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> so that takes us to. A 20-minute brush with greatness. AEW World Tag Team Championships on the line. FTR defends against SCU. I was going to say, you know, fucking damn well Sean Spears is Mason Best. (laughs) (laughs) Mason Beta. (laughs) I was like, did I just say that shit? Hell no. (laughs) Nah. He he's Mace at best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's he's Mace on a good day. <laughs> on a good day. But uh, yes. On a bad day, he's Craig Mac. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's in peace, Craig Mac. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. 
Not not to take anything away from any of these guys. I mean, they were yeah, all I mean, great musicians. I'm yeah. saying as when it comes to the totem pole and Bad Boys record label and how things work. Exactly. Politics, you know how that shit is. Yeah. So, for this match, uh, we got Scorpio Sky and Kazarian teaming mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. for the first time in a while. Like, the SCU tag team for the last couple of months has been Daniels and uh, Kaz. And Scorp yep. has gone solo. Yep. But now they're bringing it back to the original duo that won the belts. Yep. So I like I like that I like that choice for them. I I mean to be honest, there's something about Kaz and Angels that I I just like when they yeah. work together. They work together very well. Yeah. Especially because you're so used to all, like it, even back in Impact when they were yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Bad Influence and Ring of Honor, the yeah. Addiction, like those two have been like everywhere as as a duo and have done it with pretty much everyone. Yeah, like to me, the spin out star would always be Scorpio. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, especially since he's the youngest, and those two are you know mm-hmm. grizzled veterans of the business. Yeah. It's like we're on our way out, kid. You you starting up? Yeah. But, uh, you know, FTR, they love preaching about how, you know, we're professional wrestlers. We play things by the rules. We, you know, we're old school. And like their first match with SCU, this was a very professional, well, well fought old school tag team match. I love the move combinations that these four guys all pull off together. They're so smooth. Oh, yeah. So ridiculously smooth. Like it's perfect tag team wrestling watching these four go. It's like, I'm going to flip you into this thing, which is going to get this guy to kick you into this thing, and this thing is going to turn into this thing. And then after we flip that into this and turn that into this, we're going to turn this into that. And then look, a surprise roll up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it all just goes off so seamlessly. Yeah. yeah. It's like Randy Orton wrestling, Randy Orton wrestling, Randy Orton wrestling, Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we order to finish. Scorpio, he's in. He's got cash. He's going to hit him with a suplex, but Cash is able to get away to the apron. So he's going to suplex him back in the ring, but Tully trips him up. And then he holds his leg down while yeah. he's down. And that allows Cash to get the pin, the one, two, and three. Once again, FTR, that little extra, a little extra bit of cheating. Yo, didn't him. Daniels get kicked out of this match for some stupid ass reason? Yeah, what the fuck did Daniels get kicked out I, for? I don't, I don't. I just remember one minute he was there, then one minute he was like, hey, what are you talking about? And then the next minute he was gone. Yeah. Like, they, that shit went so boom, boom, I didn't see what happened. I don't, yo, these refs are trash, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, no, you know what this is? You know what yeah. this is, actually? Because who, who ref this match? Paul Turner ref this match. Okay. And Paul Turner has been on a bunch of bullshit every time he refs an FTR match. I think he's their mom. <laughs> he's the he's third imposter. Yeah. For anybody who plays Among Us, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Turner sus. He's super sus, man. <laughs> so yeah, don't, don't trust Paul Turner. Why does he keep getting a rough FTR matches? Somebody talk to Tony Khan. I don't know, man. This man, yeah. he's the third imposter. <laughs> yeah. Another, <laughs> another detail yes. during this match. Hangman Adam Page was on commentary. Mm. And he, you know, same as when, you know, they talked about him when Kenny was on commentary. They talk about his, his, his former tag team with Kenny Omega. Yeah. And while Kenny was very, you know, dismissive and everything of it, 
Paige is, is somewhat, you know, in denial about it. Yeah. Like, he's like, does Kenny really, is Kenny really going to go on a singles run? Like, come on, after everything, you know, we did together, we were champions and, and all that. And by the end of this, Excalibur announces an eight-man tournament. Mm-hmm. And the finals will take place at full gear. We get the first three entrants in it, and it's Ray Phoenix, Jungle Boy, and Kenny Omega. And when Hangman hears that Kenny Omega is in the singles tournament, not happy. Kenny Omega, dude. So again, like like I said, you know, we're here with a breakup mm-hmm. with two conflicting ends. Yes. Kenny being the petty X and Hangman <laughs> being the pining X. Ah, Lord. And you know mm. it's going to switch up later on because that's just how X's work. Yeah. <laughs> Soon Hangman is going to you know, recover and he's going to be living his best life. And Kenny going to realize what he missed out on. <laughs> yeah. Fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> right, life. Corny shit. Anyways, next. <laughs> next match. Isaiah Cassidy. Yes. Private Party. And he's got Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn in this corner taking on Le Champion, Chris Jericho. Or he's Le got Champion the inner circle in his bitch, as, as, as we... Yes, his, his, his Le Champion bitch. bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Isaiah Cassidy's first singles match in AEW, I believe. Man, all I got to talk about is Brian Pillman Jr. singing Judas. <laughs> that was the greatest thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> you know, he has that straight up mullet going on. And it's just fluffing up every five seconds, even more and yeah. more. Golly, man, I was crying. <laughs> You've been outdone, Sammy. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> You've been greatly outdone. By, by a great man, by a great man. Yeah. Uh, I like Isaiah Cassidy's fire in this match. Like, yeah. he starts off hot. He's going all over. He's all over Jericho to start. Jericho's selling and then begging off and, and doing everything. I liked it. Yeah. So he gets pissed off and he cuts him off and then he starts to work him over. But good story of, of Isaiah Cassidy being, you know, a young upstart dude in, in his biggest singles match ever mm-hmm. against fucking Chris Jericho. Like, they sold the situation and, and, you know, the severity of, of, of that moment very well. I like how Jericho keeps getting in his face like, yo, fuck your shit, bro. Yeah. You're a rookie type shit. Yeah. And then Isaiah Cass- Isaiah Cassidy's like, <laughs> you want me? <laughs> yeah. Just flips him right over, does some flippy, tricky, dippy. It's like he's turning Jericho into a tornado, and then he just, like, murders him. And then from out of nowhere, Jericho's like, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a point he so, gets tossed into the barricade. Who the hell was that that he got into a fight with? Uh, who was that? Oh, afterward? Yeah. Oh, Don't, uh, Luther and Serpentico. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'll get to it after. Right, sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Jericho, he goes for the lion salt, but mm-hmm. Cassidy's able to get the knees up, and then he hits the lion salt. And that gets in there false. So then Isaiah Cassidy just decides, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just beat Chris Jericho with his own moves. He hits a code breaker on him. That gets in there fall. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to go for, I believe, a springboard drop kick. But then Jericho just, from out of nowhere, Judas effect. Yep. Drops him. And then that gets the one, two, and three. 
Isaiah Cassidy had a really good showing, but Chris Jericho gets the win. Yep. Fucking then, everybody and their mama was getting involved in this match for some weird ass reason. Nah. Like you obviously the inner circle is gonna try to do their bullshit, but mm-hmm. then you know. Fortunately, Mark Quinn and uh Matt Hardy are out there, so they're fending them off, and then <laughs> then we got the post match. Yeah. Fucking they try to beat down Cassidy some more, but Matt gets a chair. He chases mm-hmm. them all off, and the inner circle is forced to retreat. So they're at ringside, and then Jericho just gets into it with of all people, Luther. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why? He Luther and Serpentico. Wait, no, 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 project. no. He got into it with Luther before in the middle of the match. Yeah, he got into it with Luther yeah. during the match. And then and that's they, why they, now, yeah. Yeah. And then post-match just goes over and starts to attack him. Yeah, like you, well, he hit him. He was hitting him for a hot minute. Yeah. So he was like, you bitch, you think I forgot what you, you did to yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. So this leads to next week for Chris Jericho's 30th anniversary show. Mm-hmm. It will be Jericho and Hager versus the Chaos Project. Luther and Serpentico. All right, cool. Yeah, if you're wondering why the fuck of all people is Chris Jericho wrestling Luther, it's because they they go way back to the beginning. Oh. Yeah, uh, Luther and Jericho, they've been friends since Jericho broke in. Wow. Yeah, Luther is a deathmatch legend. He's been around forever. Jericho brought him here to AEW. So, I yeah. ain't even... Who, who, who would have figured... Yeah. So your boy your boy Snake Man, Serpentico, yes. Luther getting a big shot on dynamite. Serpentico. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. S- snake. Serpent. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> snake man <laughs> and, and Luther. All right. So we got Miro and Kip <laughs> They're in the arcade. Yeah. Well, first they were like throwing freaking hatchets and all sorts of weird shit. Yeah, they were. They were. Fuck, what are they doing? Yeah. Throwing sandbags all this is, at. Yeah. All this is to apparently get ready for the for the bachelor party. Yeah. They're trying to yeah. figure out what to do for it. Yeah. It's like you'd think they'd have figured this out by now, but then mm-hmm. fucking Billy Mitchell runs in. Why? <laughs> Isn't this man like banned for playing Donkey Kong now? <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> well, we're playing Pac-Man. <laughs> right? You're not allowed in here, dog. <laughs> no, bro. You can't play no games, bro. Yeah, get out. <laughs> and yeah, he's like, I got, you know, I'm the world record holder in Pac-Man, right? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You're not supposed to be here. Facts. Yeah. Cheating ass. So, yeah. Then he starts playing with Miro on, on one of the machines and he's like, you know what? I'll, I'll help you guys with the bachelor party. And I, I guess that's it. He's coming back. Apparently he's going to be there for the bachelor party. Oh, fuck Lord. off, Billy Mitchell. <laughs> Fucking you're, you're five minutes of fame all over me. You asshole. You absolutely <laughs> fooked yourself. Yeah. But you know, they're heels. So I guess that's why Miro is like, what will it get us booed? Well, the rest yeah. of the world is a bunch of fucking video game nerds. Let's just have this motherfucker on. They're going to hate asshole. him. asshole. Everyone hates him. Exactly. <laughs> fucking, I mean, good move by them because fuck him. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> so we go back to FTR, who are again just shit-talking the best friends. Mm-hmm. 
Like, hey, listen, this, the mid card has got a spot for you backyard type guys, all right? That's where you guys stay. Yeah. You don't come to the top of the card where we reside, top guys. So then the best friends, they, they come up and they oh, talking shit again, huh? So they mainly they're going to punch him, hit him with the quick, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then FTR flinch. And then Orange Cassie's just like, weenies. And then that's it. <laughs> yep. That's that's the end of that. Yeah, they're they're weenies. <laughs> and that leads to the next match, mm-hmm. perfectly enough. Orange Cassidy versus the Dark Orders ten. These the guys are 10. idiots. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Dark Order. Like like we've talked about before, they've all got their characters now. They're all yes. a different shade of goofball. Yes. Ten is I flex. I'm the strong guy. <laughs> yes. But uh Yeah. OC gets taken to the outside and the Dark Order, they just start mocking the best friends. They're all just sitting over there, just look ah, look at you guys. Pieces of shit. So OC hits them with a plancha. Yeah. Well, <laughs> They they did the entire. I I don't know if they got the damn cameraman in on this, but they did the whole best friends zoom in zoom out gimmick. Yeah, they did the hug. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you fucking what, mate? Yeah, <laughs> I was so but highly offended, bro. Five? Who was it? Five and Silver, right? <laughs> I think it was Silver. Uh, silver had something to do. Because silver was being a dick the whole match. Yeah, I think it was Five and Silver, and then they they hugged ten. Like, yeah, oh, this Lord. is the real hug. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had the didn't freaking uh, uh, Silver take this this dude's Orange Cassidy's glasses? Yeah, <laughs> and put him on too, being a dickhead. Yeah, <sighs> John These guys Silver, are boss, bro. <laughs> Fastly becoming AEW's best comedy wrestler. Hell yeah. <laughs> but fucking OC, hugs. He, he's able to make <laughs> his comeback. <laughs> Hits the satellite DDT, the orange punch, and the beach break is able to get the victory. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Like it was crazy. It's like that match took all about five seconds, bro. Yeah. It was like a whole bunch of gimmick. Oh, we're gonna be stupid, we're gonna be stupid. Orange Cassidy wins. Now what? Yeah. Fucking, I bet, I bet that uh, uh, Brody's going to murder them later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And and unfortunately, it's the homie 10. Brody likes 10, but he's going to have to get it. <laughs> oh, my God. So that takes us to. I think Silver's going to take the whole. <laughs> yeah, he will. <laughs> it's always fucking silver. <laughs> Anybody who's been watching BTE knows. Yeah. No matter who fails, it always ends up being silver that, that gets shit. <laughs> Sue, he doesn't like your cooking. <laughs> this motherfucker doesn't like your cooking. <laughs> that whole episode was great. <laughs> Uh, work but, uh, has, has been a little dead, so I've been able to catch up on some of this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Go ahead. But uh, that leads us to the Inner Circle's locker room, mm-hmm. which is really the Elite's locker room. <laughs> you watch so much BTE, you're used to seeing the Elite in there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. But the Inner Circle's in there this time. And MJF walks in with Wardlow. And he's got gifts. He gives them all jackets. Like, yeah, I, I made you all some nice inner circle jackets. By the way, 
I love how Santana and Ortiz the entire time are just a peanut gallery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me mugging and looking on the whole <laughs> But yeah, he's got a jacket for everyone except Sammy Guevara. To which he's like, you didn't make him a jacket. Come on now. I, I, I swore I got you one made, Sammy. I'm sorry. I would, I would never forget you like this. Sorry, Farouk. Here's a picture of me. Yeah. <laughs> basically, basically, that's what this was. <laughs> and Sammy's like, what the hell are you doing here? All right, hold up. And Jericho's like, wait, wait, wait. I got this. What the hell are you doing here? And then MJF is like, all right, listen. I just want to congratulate you on your win, Chris. Mm-hmm. You know? Just want to give you your 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 due and respect, knowing that your 30th anniversary in pro wrestling is coming up. You, 30 years, one of the greatest of all time, Chris Jericho. Yes. And you know, they're, they're back to the om nom nom again. Nom nom nom. Nom nom. And Jericho, he's like, you know, I got I to gotta be real, though, Max. I asked you something a little while ago, and you never got back to me about it. So I'm going to ask you again right now. Do you want to join the inner circle? And then MJF is like, well, Chris, all due respect, I asked you something a little while back, and you never answered me. So do you want me to join the inner circle? No, 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 Do you want to join the inner circle? No, 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 no. Do you want me to join the inner circle? And they go back and forth with this, back and forth with this. Yep. <laughs> and then eventually it's like, no, all right, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> and then Wardlow and Hager step in, like, yep. it's, it's heavy time now. And then fucking <laughs> Santana Ortiz are in the back looking like they're eating popcorn. Look, he just like, like oh. <laughs> so Jericho's like, wait, 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 wait. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Max, thank you for these gifts. We appreciate it. And MJF is like, congratulations on 30 years in the business, Jericho. I'm just going to leave now. I won't forget you next time, Sammy. All right. And so then he leaves. And then a couple seconds go by. And Sammy's like, what a loser. But, but Jericho's like, no, 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 wait. Perhaps he's not. So it's been a discussion. We've been talking about it. MJF looking for a faction. They're doing this little tease here. Cause Jericho's 30th anniversary is next week. <laughs> Oh man. Hey, let's see what happens, man. Oof. Yeah. He shitted on Sammy Guevara. <laughs> he looks at Wardlow like, what the fuck, Wardlow? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Yeah. I like how the two big hosses stepped up. And then yeah, the peanut like the-, ga- the peanut gallery ensues. Oh. <laughs> 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 up next. Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, the good doctor, is back. Yes, and she's got she's got Reba in her corner. She's taking on Red Velvet, yes. homegirl Red Velvet on Dynamite. She's one yeah. of the dark mainstays. Yes, I'm tired of seeing her on, on dark already. <laughs> it, it was about damn time. Yeah, here she is on Dynamite doing the yeah. job. There you go. You're moving up in the world. <laughs> so again, like 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 this is usually with Red Velvet matches in AEW. It's a showcase for the other person. Damn. <laughs> but Red Velvet gonna get her time. She's pretty Yeah, good. she's good. Yeah. She's gonna get her time. But in this one, it's all about the doctor. She hits a butterfly suplex, starts to curb stomp her shit, and then 
hits that fisherman's neck breaker, and she gets the victory. Post-match, puts her in the lockjaw because she's the good doctor. <laughs> yes. I'm going yeah. to break your teeth. Yeah. So, so then fix your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> Bitch, you just running up a bill. Uh, <laughs> I think up next they, they do like a quick little uh, recap of what all the matches are going to be next week. Uh, yeah, for, uh, you know, the 30th anniversary, Chris yeah. Jericho. Uh, first one is, I believe, uh, Jericho and Hager versus the Chaos Project. Yes. Then I believe it is Brian Cage versus our boy, Willie the Haas Hobbs. For the FTW Championship. Yes, they're putting that on the line. So this is what got caught my attention Yeah. about this situation. So is this now canon, this belt? I mean... This is, I believe, the second time he will have defended it in AEW. Hmm. And Tony Khan did say, I want to use the FTW championship. Like, I want to actually use it. But I think I'm going to use it differently from, you know, the regular titles. Yes. So I'm interested to see if, if this is anything toward that goal he outlined. I Here's one thing I want to do, right? Y'all need to get yourselves some 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 replica belts already, because <laughs> all these titles, I want to see them do things. You know what I'm saying? I want to see them be like, I want people to you know feel big about the title belts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I want the title belts to feel big versus how WWE's title belts feel like they don't exist. Yeah. So I want these things to be like, okay, this is important. Yeah. Plus, I would love to own an FTW, uh, you know, replica belt that's not from, like, God knows where in Pakistan or some guy <laughs> made it in his mom's basement. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, but, or that isn't so fuck shit old that it looks like crap. So, yeah. <laughs> so, please, uh, AW, uh, get to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, uh, I think the last one was, uh, Brody Lee versus, uh, Cody. Which yep. we already know about, and that's pretty much it, I think. Yep. Dog collar match, TNT oh, title. of course. On the fucking, line. you know, if if he gets better. Or if he's cleared. Oh, Archer. Yeah, versus yeah. Moxley. Yeah, pending, you know, his recovery from COVID. Yes. Archer is still scheduled to have his title match with Moxley on the anniversary show. Mm-hmm. So. And speaking promo, of Moxley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, this promo here. Yeah. Eddie Kingston makes his way down to the ring with the Lucha Bros. Mm-hmm. And he's got a referee, Bryce Rumsberg. So, Eddie, he talks about his match with Mox last week. He says, you know, I did not give up. I didn't tap. I didn't quit. But he says, you know, I, I apparently pissed off the world champion so bad that he agreed to face anybody that I want him to. He went to Tony Khan, said, draw up the contract. I will fight anyone. He's hoping he's going to get me again. But we already beat each other up, Moxley. We're not doing that again this week. So he turns his attention to Bryce. Mm -hmm. He's like, what gave you the right or the balls to ring that bell last week? And you know I didn't submit. Now, he had a good-ass answer. I did not expect for this to be the answer. Yeah. Bryce, he says, you know, listen, Eddie, 
you you've known we've known each other 18 years you've met my wife you've met my kids and we're friends outside of this but in this ring this is business and you were unresponsive when we're in this ring we are at work and it is my job as a referee mm-hmm. to protect you even from yourself so no you you weren't responding i had to call it i had to ring the bell it was that bar right there yeah. sometimes we as referees have to protect the talent from themselves. And it's true. Yeah. That's exactly what. And at the same time, even though he was trying to make it seem like it's not because I'm your boy, at the same time it was like, yo, it's because I'm your boy. Because yeah. I looked out for you. Because I was looking for you. You feel me? Like, if not, it's a dub, bro. You would have been knocked the fuck out for yeah. a hot minute. Could have and- been in fucking, who knows? You could have, you could have, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and despite the fact that this makes perfect sense, Eddie's still pissed off at him. So yeah. the Lucha Bros, they're, they're about to get him. But then Moxie's music hits to save the poor official. Yep. And down comes the champ. Mm-hmm. And he's got a barbed wire bat playing no games this week. Chases off the squad. And then he's looking down at Eddie and, and Penta and Phoenix. He's like, hey, you want it, Mox? You want to fight right now? Well, let me tell you, your opponent is here. Yep. It's not me. It's not Pentagon. Nope. It's not Phoenix. Nope. Your opponent is a real butcher in that ring. Ah. <laughs> and from behind, it's the butcher. Hey, yo, pause. Pause. <laughs> he attacks Mox unawares. It's the butcher. Yeah. Yeah. He looked cool as shit, by the way. Hell yeah. He came in with that, like, I just killed a whole cow looking ass, uh, uh, apron. Yeah. Mean as a motherfucker right behind, like, he fucking, he was like 10 times bigger than Moxley, bro. Like, the way he just, like, yeah. walked up on Mox right behind <sighs> him, like, yeah. it looked like a fucking horror movie. It was like Bane versus Batman, son. Yeah, like, oh, he right behind you, bro. He gonna, gonna get you. <laughs> Look Turn out, Mox. <laughs> Turn around. Look out. Turn around. Every now and then there's a butcher behind you, and you gotta <laughs> run the fuck out. <laughs> Mox could not run. He could not escape. No. He had to fight. Speaking of first singles matches in AEW, this is Butcher's first singles match. Mm-hmm. And look at that. It's for the heavyweight championship of the world. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, ah, I love John. I love that John Moxley can have mm-hmm. these different kinds of matches. He can wrestle anybody. Different kinds of opponents. Mm-hmm. Like when he gets in there with these big Haas types, like Butcher. Yeah. And, you know, he had it with Brody Lee. They're these knock Hager too. Yeah. These nasty drag out fights where ultimately this motherfucker's too big for me to just punch out. Yeah. Or or to just hit a bunch of suplexes and shit on. I gotta beat him up and choke him out. Yep. That's how Mox <laughs> approaches all these matches. I it's gotta like beat the shit out of this dude, then choke him out. <laughs> it's like I got drunk. So <laughs> Yeah. So now this is what I gotta do. And yeah. it's like I can't do my regular shit. Straight up bar fight, yo. Yeah. All my regular shit won't work now. I got I got to beat him up and choke him out. Yeah. So I learned yeah. from Brian Cage and all these motherfuckers. Yeah. So Moxie hits a spike pile driver on this man. Me still able to kick out. Mm-hmm. 
So he takes him up to the top. He goes for a superplex, but Butcher pushes him off. And it's a crossbody, flying crossbody from the Butcher. Gets a tier point niner. That shit was close. Mm-hmm. So Butcher, he goes for a lariat. But Mox is able to counter into the paradigm shift. And I love it. As soon as he hits the paradigm shift, he doesn't go for the pin. He goes for the bulldog choke. Yep. Like, fuck it. I know he's going to kick out. So he's getting choked out. So, uh, again, another drag out big man brawl. I love when Mox does these. I love when he shows off his versatility like this. This man's a great world champion. Yep. He does everything he needs to do. Yeah. Which is why I'm looking for that heel. You feel the me? One that, yeah, the one that matches him. In, that yeah. defining heel, you know? Yeah. Because he'll wrestle guys that... It's not just the one that matches him. It's the one that, like, you feel like he's the one who can always find the way to beat him. Yeah. Some way, somehow. And it fucking sucks. It, and then he finally gets that one match where he destroys that guy. Because yeah. I remember, like... Watching Austin versus The Rock is like two guys who are just matched evenly, completely. Yeah. But something about Austin versus Triple H is just, oh, because he just feels just a little bit better, a little bit quicker, a little bit younger. He doesn't have all the injuries. That's what it always felt like. And it was like, you sour motherfucker. You always find the way, and it's fucked up the way you win, but you always find the way. And I feel like Moxley needs to find that person where it's like, He's just that much better so that that way when he finally beats that guy, that payoff will be glorious. It works. Mm-hmm. And that was AW Dynamite. Yes, sir. It was a solid show building toward this, this these anniversary shows and uh the Jericho 30th anniversary. They got a lot of shit coming up for Dynamite. But I guess mm-hmm. it's because the, the next paper being for a little while. Yeah. But a solid show. Again, uh, good good build of a lot of the, not necessarily younger in Butcher's case, but I guess the lower card, building those guys up. Yeah. Isaiah Cassidy got a singles match. Butcher got a singles match. It was good stuff. You, you got to see two of like, the real, real up and coming young stars in AW, Ricky Starks and Darby Allen have a really good match in the opener. That damn song, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I feel like this is a good, uh, showcase show for the younger talent of AW or, yep. you know, it was, it was one of those. To me, this was a building episode. Yeah. Like it's okay. We're building to something, which kind of sucks because NXT had a really good episode, even though it was kind of like empty. If it yeah. makes any sense. It was good, but there's there's not a lot went on. Yeah. If you get my point. Yeah. yeah. Which in NXT's case is weird because mm-hmm. it's a go home show, but yeah. we'll talk about it in, in in a second, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll be back right after these messages. And now it is time. It is finally time. It's my time! More time! It's my time! Uh, it's time! Uh, it's my war! His show is war! Yeah! 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 Yeah!
Wear your mask, everyone, <laughs> when you go out. All right, this is a little... Yeah. Now to chin back. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> then. <laughs> For the thousands in attendance. For the millions watching at home. Yeah. And for this mask not being too annoying. It's actually kind of silky and soft. I mean, it's hard to breathe, but... Let's banter! Jesus Christ. NXT. NXT. Full Sail Universe. You know, I was talking about the ratings real quick. <laughs> the the thing I forgot, the real ratings monster this week was South Park. <laughs> yes, yes. The pandemic special is is the one that apparently went number one in the demo. That was the number one show, which that makes sense. Yes, it won demo, God. As, as members of the key demo, I fucking mm-hmm. grew up on South Park. Of course I watched that over everything else. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. So they had a marathon on, by the way. I'm sure they did. They yeah, always I, do when they're gonna like do a premiere or some shit. I, I was at work. They had just brought that big ass. Did you see the big ass gun hookah they brought me? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so that shit. I, I, I had just got that, and I was watching a bit of that, and then after that, I, I switched to NXT. Yeah, and and A Dubs, but because I have to present the show to yeah. you, to you. Yeah, Wednesday night I was I was in between South Park and Game One. <laughs> I watched the rest of the Thursday, <laughs> but here we are, NXT. I, I was fooked on Thursday. Yeah, I was done. <laughs> As always, from Full Sail University. Although mm-hmm. soon that will not be the case. Yeah, they said they're gonna switch it up, but I don't I don't know. Yeah, apparently, I guess the lease is ending with Full Sail University, and they're going to be moving on to do an NXT at the Performance Center. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so they're going back to the Performance Center after they were after they were there earlier in the year. But, yeah, I don't know, I guess. They want to they keep it fully in-house, or How know, are they gonna whatever they want to do. present these shows? I mean, when things go back to normal, um... Yeah, I mean, I guess NXT will be fine because they just gotta let people in the the PC. Let me in. Yeah, but I don't I don't know. As far as main roster goes, <laughs> they're they're gonna be in a situation for a while, I imagine. Yep. But we are. That's that's the situation where we are. NXT most likely moving out of full sale. Although the the, the other thing is. For TakeOver 31 this Sunday, mm-hmm. apparently they're going to let in people, like family I, and friends of wrestlers. I heard it might be in that place. What place? The place that is shaped like a a dome. Oh, oh they're going to put it there? I hope not. That's yeah, I just, want it there. That's just hearsay, but... yeah. No, I want I want people. Oh, if they're gonna try to have a crowd, just do people. I get why that's riskier, but if they can do it safely, do people in the bubble? Yeah, put them in a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> so NXT, we open up with the first match of the evening: Shotzi Blackheart versus Dakota Kai. 
And she's got Raquel Gonzalez in her corner. I was about to say, you better not forget Raquel up in that match. Uh, I'll never forget Raquel. I mean, she wasn't <laughs> in it, but you know what I mean. Yeah, she she was out there. She was Ra- she was making Raquel mean faces. Raquel is one of my many wrestling bays. Yeah. <laughs> she was out there making mean faces <laughs> and, and here and there just, I'm going to fuck yep. you up if I catch you. But down the line, Shati almost kills herself. Why? <laughs> She does a slice bread number two on the apron, and instead of Dakota taking the bump, <laughs> fucking Shotzi takes the bump, fucking lands on the apron on her head, mm-hmm. almost breaks her neck. Refs checking on her for a second, whole match stops, you know, because, you know, we got to check on her, and she's okay, okay, thankfully. She's good to finish. Raquel tries to run in, but Rhea Ripley comes down. Yeah. She tackles Raquel, and then the referees break it up. So, you know, like we talked about before, they're feuding. That's a thing. And then Dakota, in the ring, she tries to hit Shati with a boot, but Shati's able to dodge, and she rolls her up for the victory. Big win for Shati Blackheart. Really good match. Just scary there by the end with that bump. Man, that bump, I feel like she's been calling uh, Darby Allen. Yeah. And she was like, bro, how are we going to kill ourselves today? Well, hmm. I, I'm I'm going to try to do this gimmick and then land on my fucking head. That sounds great, buddy. Go ahead. Where, where are you doing this? On the hardest part of the ring, which, as we all been watching NXT, they have padded that shit to holy hell at this point. Yeah, and thank God, because <laughs> shit. It looks like a Sicilian pizza. I'm telling you, pay attention, you'll see it. Yeah. So, so luckily, Shasi just landed on a Sicilian pizza. But <laughs> it could have been a, a lot Sicilian worse. A Sicilian pizza crust. Yeah. <laughs> so she was safe. Yeah. But yeah, it's still scary. Oh lord, Michelangelo but, uh, somewhere like totally. So yeah, Shasi Shasi fears no bump. Yeah. And she's she's been strong in ring lately, so sky's the limit for her. I think, you know, big things are in Shotzi's future. Should she stay healthy? Hopefully she stays healthy. Big things popping. Little things drop. So we got a split screen with the cruiserweight champion of the world, Santos Escobar, and Isaiah <laughs> Swerve Scott. Yeah. So Swerve, he reiterates the basic point that he's been reiterating over the past few weeks. I've got your number, Escobar. I've beaten you. And every time we've had a title match, we haven't had to have a fair one because you keep going into your little bag of tricks. And Escobar is like, that bag of tricks that you call it is a century of tradition. And a takeover, I'm going to bury you in that tradition. Man, Santos is way too good on the mic. He's very good on the mic. Like, wow. I was not expecting this. It still shocks me because, like, I didn't even know you spoke English, dog. (laughs) Like, that first promo he cut, and he spoke perfect English. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Shit. I was like, I guess you really are Abe from Selena. Yeah. (laughs) Anything for Selena's. Selena. I know it's Selena, man. It's a joke because of the way that they say it when they're making fun of the guys. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I thought that he looked very good in this promo. I feel yeah. like he made he he literally just ran an entire circle around Isaiah Swerve Scott, and I was like, "Ooh, 
I think he, the guy that they're trying to get over is not getting as over as the guy who's supposed to be the heel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, and that's the thing. Like, his his presentation, like the suits and, and everything, he matches it with his demeanor very mm-hmm. well. The, the way he speaks, his, his everything. Very, very good promo here from Santos Escobar. He's like if Tobias from Black Lightning was likable. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> but uh, we move on to Kyle O'Reilly's prime target. This is a, a video package on Kyle O'Reilly, and it's a great video package. Fucking goat right now. Showcases this man's whole career, you know, traveling through the Indies, making his way up to NXT, making his way to this title shot. Turns Kyle O'Reilly into a palatable top babyface in like two minutes flat. This shit was great. <laughs> the work that they've been doing on making him seem like such a big deal is incredible. Yeah. Like, he was just that guy in Undisputed Era that we all were like, oh, look, it's creepy Kyle, LOL. Yeah. You know? And they've turned it into, this guy's the next Finn Balor. Fight me. Yeah. And I'm like, how? how did we- <laughs> I believe you, but how'd you do this? <laughs> like, how did we get here? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yo, how are we? I-, I didn't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, I did not see that come. They smacked me with that shit. Yeah. It's like literally, yeah, creepy Kyle's getting a chance. No, nigga. This is Kylo fucking Riley, son. Yeah. It's beef. This is the real. Act yeah. like you know. So, we move on from that great shit to something not so great. Tegan Knox has, in fact, torn her ACL. Yeah. Terrible, terrible luck for Lady Kane. Uh, hopefully, you know, she, she makes a full recovery, can get back and can stay in the ring. Cause you can only, you can only fuck with those legs so much before they give up. I, I'm going to shout out something right quick that I enjoyed that was part of the show. Yes. Because, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a, yo, Lady Kane has been through enough, man. She's been through so many injuries. And Triple H did say that she's very resilient and she's a very strong person. And he thinks that she might be able to, like, recover from this. Like, if anybody can, he says she can. Yeah. So, if I can't do it, homie, it, it can't, can't be done. done. So, you know what I'm saying? So, let, you know, well wishes on that. But something that I found enjoyable in the show that I hope something fun comes from it. So we have Siphon Filter again. <laughs> 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 now, I know Randy Orton played the part of, of the Siphon Filter at, at, uh, you know, on Raw. But other than that, we also had, uh, what's this guy's name? Well, we don't even know who he is. It's yeah. literally just green screen camera, a whole bunch of shit happening backstage. God knows what's going on. Then it looked like some futuristic bullshit. And then it was like 10, 4, 20. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. <laughs> it was just cool video game looking shit. Yeah, like a fucking Metal Gear cutscene or some shit. Yeah, like what? Uh. Oh, Roy, I, I don't understand here, but if it... If it, if it does something, I'm down with it. Yeah. Solid Snake debuts at NXT TakeOver. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 10 4 20. That's, that's TakeOver. So I guess we're going to see whoever this is then. The Siphon filter. 
Yeah, the the siphon filter debuts at Takeover. I hope it's the siphon filter shit. <laughs> Laura fucking Croft. Uh, now, now it's not going to be a PlayStation gimmick, and I'm going to be disappointed when it's not a PlayStation gimmick. <laughs> Curtis Axel. <laughs> Does he still work there? Bo Dallas. Does he still work there? No, but these are prime suspects. Okay. <laughs> but uh yeah. Siphon filter is is coming. Yep. Sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Now we got Sarah Schreiber with Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. Oh this shit. <laughs> yeah, she asked them about, you know, Tegan and Candice is like, you know, it's very unfortunate that Tegan tore her ACL. Then Johnny's like, Hey, you break the Gargano TV, get your ACL torn. No, Sounds you're like not. Karma to me. No, you're not. You better die. <laughs> <laughs> salty. Salty. How you going to do this to Lady Kane? Yeah, she don't deserve this. Woman right? beater. Yeah. Misogynistic bastard. Yeah. Fuck off, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny misogyny. You, you, you human piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fat piece of shit. <laughs> Oh, man. For those of you who remember, you remember. Yeah. So we go from these two assholes yes. to this one asshole, Cameron Grimes. Cameron fucking Grimes. Oh Cameron Grimes is in the ring. Does he feel greasier every week or is it just Every me? week he just gets. <laughs> I guess since Colorado is not <laughs> sleazy anymore. Yeah. This man has to absorb all the sleaze. Just fucking dirty. <laughs> you disgust me. That's freaking sweaty, hairy chest, fucking dirty, mismatched beard, sweaty, oily, greasy, nasty hair, and then the biggest asshole grin of all, Cameron fucking Grimes. Cameron Grimes. And despite Get this, this big-ass shit-eating grin, he yeah. says he's not happy because, uh-huh. you know, he lost in the gauntlet eliminator. Mm-hmm. You know, whose idea was that stupid gauntlet eliminator anyway? I bet it was one Mr. Regal. He's upset yeah. with William Regal. So he says, you know what? It doesn't matter because I'm going to get myself going again. Right now, I've created a new match. What? It is the Cameron Grimes what? Invitational Stepping Stones to the Moon What the match. hell? Okay. So, in this, I guess he's bringing out an opponent. And his first opponent, his name is Joey Pistachio. Who he says is an NCAA champion in the 85-pound mm-hmm. division. I'll let you Google if the 85-pound division I, I actually don't. exists. <laughs> so, this poor man comes into the ring and gets all 85 pounds of him caved in Done. immediately. Grimes gets the win. So Grimes is like, yeah, yeah, that's that's one win down. And that was pretty tough. But here's here's the next guy. Let's see if I can beat him. His name is Joey Strong. But we do not get no. Joey Strong. We get the, the corpse yes. of Joey Strong thrown onto the stage. And following it, it's Rich Holland. I guess, uh, uh, what's his name? Joey what? 
Joey Strong, Strong. must have, uh, I guess, uh, gently spilled a little bit of, uh, Mr. Yorkshire's, uh, tea. And, uh. Yeah. He spilled a spot of tea. I guess he, he got what, you know, what was coming to him. <laughs> yeah. We don't play that in Yorkshire. <laughs> we play rugby in Yorkshire. That's all we ever play. <laughs> That's all we do. Bunch of fuckboys playing Yorkshire rugby. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, people. To ru- oh, my God. People of Yorkshire, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, rugby is like a badass sport. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also played by yeah. a lot of dickheads in, in high schools and colleges. And uh, you can make yeah. you can make with that. So, I don't know. That's a... Yeah, make your own, make your own. Assumptions. Just, just imagine <laughs> WWF Attitude Era locker room shenanigans. <laughs> so Rich Holland, after he has killed this man Joey Strong, and Cameron Grimes is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait a minute! I like that, but you're you're not actually a part of this Invitational. You can't come down here and, and do anything." But but Rich Holland doesn't care. He's come to kill a man. And he comes down to the ring and starts to beat the shit out of Cameron Grimes. And and this is a match, but it don't last long. Because <laughs> the ref is trying to break it up, but Rich Holland will not stop beating on Cameron Grimes. So the mm-hmm. ref has got to throw the match out and declare a DQ. Yep. So we leave that there with, with poor Cameron Grimes having the shit beat out of him by, by this young man from Yorkshire. Uh, Tevin, I think it went something. Here's something you can't understand. How I can just kill a man. There you go. (laughs) So we got Sarah Schreiber once again. And this time she's with Austin Theory. Says, you know, last week, I shouldn't have even wrestled Damian Priest last week. I shouldn't have had that match. Where I should have been is in that gauntlet eliminator. You know, that match that Kyle O'Reilly won. Kyle O'Reilly been waiting 15 years for his opportunity. That's more than half my life. You know that? (laughs) I was on WrestleMania at 22 years old. How about you catch up, Kyle? Wow. Which? Rude. (laughs) Very rude. I I, I would whip your ass. (laughs) Yeah. He deserves an ass whipping for that. Yep. Wait on it. Who's up next? It's my favorite match of the night. It's the Kush Kush. Yes. Versus the knees. The knees, Tony knees. It's like we got 205 back. It was amazing. Yeah, it was like, you know what? I kind of miss 205. Yeah. Sometimes. It was fun, simple wrestling for 40 minutes. It was really good. And then, and then yeah. it, I don't know what happened. It's just shit got whack once, uh, you know, they put NXT on TV. Yeah. Like after that, it was like, 205 is a complete afterthought. Yeah. Like, that was the thing. Like, in the grand scheme of WWE, mm-hmm. it's always been an afterthought. But, like, before, it was an afterthought that they sort of just, like, left alone. Yeah. And it was his own thing. Yeah. And everybody cared about it. Everybody involved with it cared about it. Yeah. So it was like, oh, okay, it's its own little special thing. Like, those are my favorite WWE shows, honestly, where, like, Vince and everybody else, no one cares about it except the people that are doing the show. So the people that are doing the show put their all into it and make it great because there's no one up top like, hey, stop doing all that entertaining shit down there. They're not paying attention. They just let them do their own thing. And then the cool thing is that, like, for the fans, for the people who are watching it, 
it becomes like, oh, this is my thing. It's my own personal thing. It's the thing that I can latch onto and be like, yo, this is my fun little pocket of, of TV, you know? Yep. Versus like, oh, this is what everybody else is watching. Then when anybody has a question and you know about it, you're like, yo, all this cool shit is going on. Then you inspire somebody else to get into your little pocket. And then it becomes that thing where you can only talk to like certain people about. Yeah, it was, it was fun. And you know, it, it's, it's relative mm-hmm. peak, but you know, it was fun to review. Yeah. Yeah. The triple H hour. Yeah. It, it was my, my, my duty to get yeah. the notes on that show. And it was a lot of fun. And it was back when I had a lot more time and now I have no time. So right. this is life. <laughs> Such is life. Such is life. We got the Kush Kush. The Kush Kush mm-hmm. is a mad, mad man. He's here to fucking mm-hmm. beat the shit out of people. He ain't playing no more games. All right, Kush, so Kush Ronnie. Is, yeah. <laughs> He's through with the bullshit. I don't want to play games. Games. No games. <laughs> oh. Man. <laughs> Cody needs he had like a decent enough show, yeah. but Kushida ran through him here. Yeah. Yeah. He just stomped the pissing shit out of this man. Submission after submission after submission. I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dog, that's Tony Nese. <laughs> why are you doing he this? He won to the Tony Cruiserweight Nese? title at WrestleMania. Yeah. What kind of hero? But, but, yeah, that, that, that Kush Kush ain't playing this time. Yeah. Hoverboard lock, easy. So after, you know, after the victory. Velveteen Dream appears on the screen. You know, here I am. <laughs> Says, the spotlight will be much too bright for you, Kushida, this Sunday at TakeOver. But the Dream, Dream always performs at his absolute best in the spotlight. So take from that what you will. Dream basically saying, Kushida gonna choke and Dream gonna take it home. So, there you have it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Dream. It's, yeah, it's still it's still weird seeing you on TV. Yeah. Man. <laughs> but uh, speaking of another person getting accused, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> we got Cameron Grimes. He's he's angrily licking his wounds in the back, and from out of nowhere, guess who's back? You sick. Freak! Dexter Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> Dexter Loomis is back. Why is he such a sick freak? <laughs> right? Cameron Grimes is like, he looks at him and is like, what are you doing here? Where Have you seen Mr. Regal? Where is he? Yeah. And Loomis. Go ahead. He says nothing. And then, of course, Cameron Grimes calls him a freak and walks away. <laughs> You're sick. This man definitely getting kidnapped. Freak. I'm telling you, I, I would kill for the Rock to, for him to have been around when the Rock was around. Oh, I would have been. Oh great. my God. Who in the blue hell are you? Like he would have just had to stand there the whole time while the Rock just goes off on him. Just, just hold on. <laughs> Go ahead, do, do rock things. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> You're gonna stand here in front of the rock with your blonde hair and your and your black shirt. You sick freak! He's gonna see what the rock is gonna do. He's gonna take those little shades. He's gonna take your little drawings. He's gonna turn those some bitches sideways and stick them straight up your candy ass. 
And Dexter Loomis would have to do all that the entire time. <laughs> Just sit there. Rock, I am going to kidnap you. <laughs> and I'm going to Michael Cole the shit out of your ass. <laughs> Next time you call me a sick freak, make sure. Look at me in my eyes. Make sure. <laughs> That you know to bring preparation H. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> the fear that Dexter Loomis can put in any man's heart. Just just through his thousand yard stare. I will Michael Cole hide him right the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, if I was Cameron Grimes... I'd, I'd be on the lookout. <laughs> yeah, that would be savage, bro. I'm crying now. <laughs> oh, Lord. And that takes us to the next bit. Adam Cole. Yes. He's in the ring. And he is not happy with Austin Theory. Yes. Call out Kyle O'Reilly. Says, let me, let me remind you people of something. The Undisputed Era, we fulfilled the prophecy. We were on top in NXT. We had all the championships. All the gold. All the gold. And now we lose all our championships and people just think they can come out and say whatever they want. Like anything's changed. Nothing has changed. We are still the top faction around here. So Austin Theory, you get your ass out here right now. How dare you talk about Kyle O'Reilly in this manner? And Theory comes out and he's just standing on the ramp. You know, he's playing coy. He doesn't come straight down to the ring. So Adam Cole's like, all right, I'm a heel too. (laughs) <laughs> I know this trick. <laughs> you can either come down to this ring and take this beating like a man, or my boys can get you, oh. and you'll wish you would have gotten in this ring and taken your beating like a man. Austin Theory comes to the ring. And you know what? You're right. <laughs> I, I ain't stupid. <laughs> yeah, let me not. <laughs> let me not get jumped. Let me have a match. Smart move. So that leads to Adam Cole versus Austin Theory, mm-hmm. which Adam Cole working like as this edgy, don't talk shit about my friends, babyface. Yeah. Would never have expected it, but it's dope. Yep. This, this is my squad. Don't fucking talk about Kyle like that. He's the fucking man. That's my friend. Yeah. Fucking Kyle O'Reilly's the best. <laughs> He's the bestler. Better than all, <laughs> than the, all wrestler. the wrestler. He's got style. He's got class. He'll rule that ass. He'll rule, rule that, that ass. ass. She. <laughs> <laughs> I need at least one of those every once in a blue, I guess. Yeah. She. <laughs> she. <laughs> so Cole, he goes for the Panama Sunrise, mm-hmm. but Theory's able to backdrop him out of it. Hits a blue thunder bomb. That gets a near fall. He goes for his, his rolling drop kick, but Cole is able to super kick him right out of it. And then he hits the Ushikaroshi. Ushikaroshi. God, I'm going to miss that man. Yeah, no one calls it like Moro. So he hits that Ushikaroshi. And then the last shot follows. Adam Cole gets the win. And then post-match, he looks into the camera, says, Kyle O'Reilly, he was born ready. And on Sunday, Kyle, you're going to shock the world, but you're not going to shock me. Because I already know. That's real shit. (laughs) Like, 
Everybody needs them a friend like Adam Cole. Well, you're going to shock everybody when you do this, but not me. I already knew. That's that's real shit. But you know what's crazy, though? What if he says that? And then, not me. <laughs> because he knows that he's going to do some psycho shit, some dirty right? ass shit, some slimy shit, some slithering right? shit, some serpentical shit. <laughs> Such a pentacle shit. Snake, Snake in the man. grass ass. <laughs> oh man. Uh, man, it's it's possible. It's definitely possible. It make me sad now. <laughs> After fucking Cole being I such know, a good baby face. I know, but it's like, a possi- that's my boy. That's how he gonna do it. <laughs> it's a possibility. Oh, you can't rule it out. But that's why that's, that, 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 that would make it hit even harder. The fact that Cole did all this prior to. Yeah. And we were like, damn, that was his man's bro. What yeah. you had to do him like that? Damn. Hey, yo, Adam Cole, you sus. <laughs> you sus, Adam Cole. <laughs> right? Sus. Have they played that yet? Yeah, I'm sure they have. <laughs> but you know who I think is really sus? Let who? me ask you a question. Where the fuck have Roderick Strong and, and, and Bobby Fish been this whole time? Facts. Bobby in particular, because he wasn't even there last week. Sus. You sus, Bobby. <laughs> sus. <laughs> sus. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, from one of the most beautiful endings to a match to one of the most beautiful couples in NXT today, ladies yes. and gentlemen. It is KC Square. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. KC Squared in the building. Caden Carter with Casey Cottonzaro in her corner. Takes on Zia Lee. Y'all niggas so is I mad imagine, cute though. Right, they mad cute. <laughs> I imagine this is a result of Zaya not following the code of honor last week. Ooh. You know, after that match. She didn't want to shake hands and shit. Mm-hmm. So alright, you go on wrestling now. So, this is a short little back and forth between the two. You know, they're still, you know, relatively young and lower card on NXT. So, about four or five minutes. And Caden gets the quick win because we all know the money is KC squared. Yep. That's where it's at right there. So, post-match, she she goes to help Xia up. You know, good competition. Still cool, though. I'm going to help you up. Mm -hmm. But then Xia pushes her away out of frustration. She's a heel. She's a heel. That's what it's looking like, or at least some, a change is coming for Zia Lee. Is Zia Lee going to be the next Kushida? Hey. <laughs> I'm angry if for no reason. Fuck your ass yeah. up. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Kush Kush explained why he was mad. I'm going to tell him why I'm mad. I'm going to tell him why I'm mad. (laughs) It's fucking dreams fault. (laughs) But, yeah. You got got little kids climbing up mountains. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We got the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, in the ring. The heartbreak kid, Shawn. The boyhood dream. Has come true. So he introduces our, our competitors for Sunday, Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly. They hit the ring. They shake hands. Finn, he says, I respect you, Kyle. And I'm looking <laughs> forward to facing you at TakeOver. 
He said that shit so salty though. <laughs> he said I it with respect. a smile on his face, like you a piece of shit, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> and Kyle, he he returns the sentiment. I, I respect you as well. And Sean, he says, you know, this is the best Finn Balor has been. You know, coming back here to NXT, becoming a champion. But how do you prepare for Kyle O'Reilly, who seems to be wrestling's best kept secret? Mm-hmm. And Finn says, this man is no secret to me. <laughs> <laughs> the fringe fans may not know Kyle O'Reilly, but I do. I know where you've been in this business. I know that here in NXT, you're a tag team specialist. But outside of NXT, you're a single specialist. He says, what I really want to know, though, Kyle, is are you going to show up alone on Sunday? Or are you going to have your boys doing your dirty work for you? And Kyle says, nah, this isn't about Undisputed Era. I'm leaving that behind. This is my moment. It's not about them. It's about me. So Sean, he asks, you know, there's, it seems like there's been some conflict in Undisputed Era recently. You want to say anything about that? And Kyle's like, that's a non-issue. There's no beef with us. Those are my boys. You know, and Finn says, you know, Kyle, you'd have a pretty good shot at this if you were facing anyone but me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Kyle promises that, you know, this, this so-called tag team specialist is going to make a single splash because it ain't every match he's had on NXT is the biggest of his career. But this title match is the biggest of his life. He promises to win. This was a good promo. Good, good motivation for both these two guys. No like hard heel on either, either end. Just good stuff with Sean facilitating. And helping the promo along. Yep. Yeah, it, it this whole show served to build a lot of hype for this title match on Sunday. Like it's like we talked about earlier. If you were going into this like Kyle O'Reilly, really? By the end of this, you're like, Hell yeah, Kyle O'Reilly. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the thing is that they, they showed it. It's like, yo, if you look at it on paper. Kyle O'Reilly's career has been mirroring Finn Balor's. When you were here, I went here. When you were there, I went there. And it's almost like he's been following him. And the pattern is just slowly following him. And then when he was, when he got to NXT, Finn went up to the main roster. So it's like, they made it seem like it's such a beautiful story. And I'm like, from where? (laughs) Where'd you pull this out from? Golly. Oh, man. Great. They doing the thing. That, that kind of storytelling that you love to see. Mm-hmm. You love to see it, Mark. You love to see And that is going to take us to the main event. Oh, shit. Now, before this thing starts off, right, you got Johnny Gargano coming out here in fucking Candice LeRae looking like it's grease lightning and shit. All lovey-dovey. <laughs> Fucking, I'm over here thinking they're about to sing, uh, 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 what was the name of that song? The Summer Gimmick? Which one? Summer Loving. Oh, that one is yeah. <laughs> Then, on the other hand, you got fucking Punishment Martinez, aka Serial Killer, aka Lord Raiden. And he Defender just, of Earthrealm. Yo, he does the goddess shit ever. He does the little, you know, the, the bow and arrow gimmick. 
Foom. And then it goes into Io Shirai's theme. I was like, yeah, I did that shit. <laughs> yeah, I did that shit. It was like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was all that. Oh, you know how it Hell was. yeah. <laughs> Fucking Io the- Shirai's 10 out of 10 theme song. Yeah. <laughs> Mad guy but, for uh, no yeah, this, <laughs> Right? This match was a typical WWE mixed tag rules, which, you know, is to be expected. Men versus men, women versus women. But, like, I was hoping, you know, after they let Rhea fight dudes. <laughs> man, I'm down for Io Shirai versus Johnny Gargano. But Give you, me that. But you see, that's the thing, right? With these matches, you can't have, you know... um, the, the, the two opponents interact as much as they should, right? Yeah. Because you want to save that for the pay-per-view. So what you then instead did, you know, usually it just works out because, you know, everybody has their own personal feud, you know, and it, the way the match works out, you know, always it just makes it seem like, all right, you still want this person versus this person. Not in this match. In this match, you're watching this shit and you're like, all right, you know, you, you've got Candice doing her gimmick, you know, getting in there. And then you have Lord Raiden being the def- defender of Earth Realm. Ugh, fucking defender of Earth. Fuck. Defender of Earth Realm. What was wrong yes. with my mouth? <laughs> my mouth was not having it. It was like, nah, shut yeah. up. Nah, shut nah, up. you can't say Earth Realm, bro. Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so then you, you got, you got Raiden and, and, and you know, you got Candice. They're doing things, but. The stars of this match, Jesus, Io Shirai and Johnny Gargano, and, yes. and, and that's that's what I want to see now. That you see, you fucked up. You fu- you should have let him have. You know, should have let me see. Because now it's like, ooh, he said cheeky cunt this guy, and I really believe that Io Shirai can whoop his ass if she wants to. Hell yeah! So I don't know. Y'all, y'all done fucked up with that. Anyway, just still one one <laughs> fucking week just just hooked me up. Io Shirai versus Johnny Gargano. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Candice LeRae versus Damian Priest would be good too. She wrestled dudes in her day. That was how she made her name. Mm-hmm. We know damn well we wouldn't see this in AEW, but hopefully Vince McMahon, for the, for the love of God, or Triple H, for the love of God, it's Io fucking Shirai. She can handle her own. Come on, do it. Yeah, get on it. Get on it. We do get a bit in this match where Eo goes for the six one nine Tiger Faint Tiger Faint kick. Yes, and she goes for it on Candice, mm-hmm. but Johnny gets in the way and bites the bullet for her. So she eats the six. She eats the six one nine. So then, once again, Johnny's down. Eo hits him with the moonsault, and Damian Priest is going to follow that with the reckoning for the win. But Candice comes in. And low blows Damien Priest. Yeah, piece of shit. And that allows Johnny to recover and hit one final beat for the victory. Johnny and Candace, they, they get the belts post-match and they celebrate with them. Like, ah, oh, babe, we're going to be champions on Sunday. And then there you have it. You want to know something else they made me want now? Damien Priest and Io Shirai as a team. That would be cool. Why? It, it, that fucking entrance. I'm still... Oh, yeah. that shit was just God. And then they had chemistry in the match for some weird reason. They were like best mates. Yeah. I, like I they, don't watch they, too many fucking 
UK videos. You heard me? <laughs> Oh, they're yeah, like they're, best mates. They're best mates. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Captain fucking New Japan. Get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. <laughs> they work they work really well together though. Yeah. They I would hell, are, are they gonna do the mixed match challenge again in WWE? I don't they know. Should. It, it, after COVID, we would have to see. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Not after COVID, because we don't know if this after we have you know, some type of normalcy. But we yeah, can do at this point, yeah. I don't think we can say after COVID anymore. Nah. We don't know when that is. <laughs> at, at this point, all we can say is uh, when when everyone's vaccinated enough where we can do shit again. Yeah, when we when we can be yeah. around each other again in mass. Damn, in mass. you know, I don't, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to get that shit. That shit sounds like some government bullshit. <laughs> I don't know, man. Does that sound, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to talk politics, so we're just gonna leave it at that. But yeah, but. That's NXT. Yep. That is the go-home show to take over 31 this Sunday. See what I mean by less shit happen? Yeah, like for a go-home show. But, like, it was still a really good show. Yeah, it was good, but, like, yeah. you, you would expect more for a go-home show. Yeah. And, yeah. like I said, less things happen than AEW. AEW, so much shit happened, I was just like, yo. But then here, like, it was just like boom, 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 boom. And I kind of, like, just... Breeze, breeze through that episode I mean yeah. hopefully this is like a, I guess like a return to normalcy when it comes to NXT's booking because golly man it's been horrendous lately yeah and that has always been NXT's pattern you know mm-hmm. you take it easy on TV and then they when the takeover comes that's when they built everything so you get all the big moments there yeah so We'll see. We'll see how it how it all shakes out. Anyways. Sorry. All that. I'm still stuck in that shit. That shit is fucking great. Ah, seven. I think I think it's time to to call it a wrap. Yes, sir. All right. Well, then, ladies and gentlemen, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. That means it's time for you to tell them where to find us. Yeah. You already know where to find us. Find us on Instagram at Ramblemania Show and at Banter Club Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Ramblemania. Facebook.com slash Ramblemania Show. You can also find our group there, Ramblemania Show's Banter Club. That is where many things are posted. Memes, you know, links to other, other groups. It is where all this shit goes down. You can also find our audio everywhere audio is found. That is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Anchor, TuneIn, Overcast. Everywhere your podcasts are found, search Rambo Mania Show or Banter Club. And as far as the video goes, right here, YouTube.com slash Rambo Mania Show. Or you can hit the search bar, search Rambo Mania Show or Banter Club. When you get here, click the like, click subscribe. Click the bell so that when the new content drops, it goes straight to none other than yeah. And as for me personally, find me on Instagram at TJ the Great One. That's TJ the GR, the number eight, the number one. And find me on Twitter at TJ the Great. That's TJ the GR, the number eight. It's as simple as that. Goddamn, son, you're starting to sound like good old Stone Cold. Right, son? <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I thought I, I was the one with a little bit of allergies, and you're being 
Anyways, <laughs> find me on Instagram at the number six, the letter X, the letter L. That is at six X L. Find me on Twitter at S double I double X. I think that's how it goes. Hey, night, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is at S I I X X. You're already wow. It's it's been a quick, simple, good episode. Uh, not not a lot of shit happened. It was a lot of building, and you know, hopefully, uh, you know, at the pay per view, uh, we get to see uh, some kind of uh, payoff. <laughs> be nice. Hell yeah. Payoff would be nice. Of course, man. Well, seven. Uh, I think it's time to leave him a little. Too sweet. Too sweet. And a good fight. And a good night. Damn, I wish Bronson Reed had a fucking match. I got this shirt. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>